Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, we had a uh, an interesting, we'll go with interesting day one. And we are now heading into day two, where the Lakers are, with still a few needs and still a few names out there to get to. So I'm just going to really quickly recap yesterday uh, and, and get you guys ready for the free agency day ahead. It's an important one given the way that day one went. Let's start with day one. So the Lakers are re- obviously reeling still. I'm reeling still. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are reeling still. Uh, from the loss of Alex Caruso, he goes to Chicago. The Lakers have tried to replace him with uh, signings thus far of Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington, uh, Trevor Ariza, and uh, Dwight Howard. That leaves their roster as it stands right now, or their reported roster as it stands right now, at Russ, Bays, Ellington, LeBron, Ariza, McKinney, A.D. Mark, who said after the Spain game last night or early this morning that he would be returning, and Dwight. So that, just based off of where I'm looking at positionally right now, the Lakers have needs at backup point guard and power forward. Uh, especially. Those are the two spots where the Lakers could really use a little bit of help. So who is out there that the Lakers are connected to? Well, let's get to that right now. This obviously starts with Taylor Horton Tucker. He is a restricted free agent. As of right now, no real big offers that came his way, which makes losing Alex Caruso all the more kind of annoying, right? Because the thought was the Lakers weren't going to be able to pay both of those guys, especially if Taylor Horton Tucker got a godfather offer. Not many teams out there with cap space able to do that right now. That is probably not going to happen. So I would imagine uh, he better effing be. Taylor Horton Tucker is going to be a Laker next year. So that helps with some of the backup point guard, though Horton Tucker, I think right now, is still more of a shooting guard. Uh, the Lakers still need a backup point guard. That's where Patty Mills steps in, and he's probably the candidate I'm looking at to receive the Lakers, or at least some of the Lakers, uh, MLE money, which uh, goes above the veterans minimum. Uh, right now, the Warriors are still in touch with him, and the Brooklyn Nets are still in touch with him. So uh, it that that is by no means a done deal. Next up, we have Carmelo Anthony. Apparently, he is debating between the Lakers and Knicks. Uh, I personally don't really know why he would go to New York other than to go back home. I know uh, he and his wife, Lala, really enjoyed their time out there in New York. So that is certainly a factor. Uh, That said, if he wants to do any kind of winning, the Lakers are still easily the uh, better choice here. That's going to be interesting to watch as well. Rudy Gay is another interesting one uh, because... He was somebody linked fairly loudly to the Lakers. And then the noise all kind of dissipated altogether on Rudy Gay's. So he's a name to keep an eye on throughout the day. Andre Iguodala is the uh, the next one on here. He is uh, currently being pursued by the Lakers and Warriors. I, if I had to probably predict this one, I think, well, honestly, it depends on what the Lakers do elsewhere. But both the Warriors and Lakers now have options at power or at small forward ahead of him, seeing as the Warriors went out and made the Otto Porter signing. So his choice is kind of interesting. Avery Bradley was uh, let go by the Houston Rockets, and 
the immediate report was that contenders that he had previously played for would be interested. The Lakers would qualify there. Not really sure I'm all that interested there unless the Lakers miss out on uh, Patty Mills. Danny Green is apparently an option for the Lakers. Again, if the Lakers don't get Mills, he, I think, would be my choice for uh, for using that MLE money on. And then you have the guys from last year, Jared Dudley and Markeith Morris, who I'm sure are just a call away. Two outside chance names to keep an eye on as well. One is the Lakers' own Dennis Schroeder. His market completely dried up around him, especially with Spencer Dinwiddie now reportedly looking at a deal with the Washington Wizards. That leaves almost nobody for Schroeder. Uh, So unless the Lakers want to play ball and help him get somewhere on some decent money in a sign-and-trade, it might make some sense for them to do so. Uh, It's just kind of difficult to see what the Lakers would be looking to get back there. Uh, But that might happen. Some Laker fans I I saw were hoping that maybe he comes back on a one-year prove-it deal. I don't see the point in paying Dennis Schroeder even prove-it money if you were reportedly unwilling to pay up for Alex Caruso. So I don't really see that happening. And then on top of that, usually the prove-it deals don't normally go to the team that a player is coming off of. He probably kind of feels insulted that the Lakers left him out out to dry. Uh, because of the way that things went down. It's completely his and his agent's fault that they are in this predicament in the first place, seeing as they turned down that four-year, $84 million deal. Uh, But this is the spot that he's in. So if he's going to take a one-year prove-it deal, I don't imagine it's going to be with the Lakers. So the Lakers' one kind of chance here to get something out of the Dennis Schroeder experience is to hopefully get a sign-and-trade done. The other name to keep an eye on here that's kind of interesting is DeMar DeRozan because uh, there was almost no noise about what might be going on with DeMar DeRozan. And there were the talks earlier on in the offseason that he would take a pay cut to come to the Lakers. I still am laughing at the idea of him going from making $27 million last year to $5.9 million this year. But again, you get paid what the market dictates. And I don't really see very many teams lining up to, to pay exorbitant amounts of money to DeMar DeRozan. So maybe the, the market does the Lakers a favor here and DeMar does take that kind of one-year prove-it deal with the Lakers where he'd be vastly underpaid. I still wouldn't be thrilled about the fit, but you know what? At this point, you take whatever talent you can get. All right, that's going to do it for this morning's edition of the Lakers Lowdown. Before we go, I do want to point you in the direction of something on Silver's Going to Roll that is worth reading. Harrison wrote up a reaction to the Alex Caruso news. Uh, he he did so, and he took it to the Lakers. I think rightfully so. I, I the the Caruso thing is 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 a bummer. He's gone, so it's not much use to to kind of linger on this one. But I do want to hammer home how thoroughly the Lakers effed up on that on that front. But Harrison says it better than I did in written words, so you guys can read that there. And uh, as the signings come in, get ready for some more emergency lowdowns over the course of the day. Until then, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good day.